You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. It's 19 minutes past one and we're talking about a much-loved pastime, which suggests that we can do it, it's easy. Meanwhile, it's not, and that is brying, which is loved in South Africa. And we've got uh, Chef uh, Benny Masekwamen joining us now for the do's and don'ts and some advice on how we can bry um, some, what might seem like a little bit tricky, you know, tricky items on the fire. Hi, Benny, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Azania? I'm very good. Um, lots of fathers yeah. did tell us yesterday, especially on our WhatsApp line with their voice notes, that they will pick up the bride tongs tomorrow. They're likely going to bride for their family. So we thought, you know, let's do something for them uh, by bringing someone as knowledgeable as you to talk about uh, brying and how we can be even better at it. It's something that's perceived to be uh, well understood, easy. We have a big culture of the chesanyama. But I'm sure there are things that we need to remember, right, when cooking with an open fire. Yeah, um, the thing is, um, what I love about drying is that it's accessible to everybody. And it doesn't mean that, you know, um, you have to be a trained um, cook or chef to be able to produce a good brine. You just got to have your timing right. Um, and, and, and South Africans love brine. And I know that anybody claims that uh, they know how to bribe, but sometimes you find out later when the meat is all black and ash. Hey. <laughs> um, but some, you know, are very good, you know. But uh, I think for me, the most important thing is understanding the fire. Mm. You know, you got to make sure that you um, get the right fire for whatever that you're going to be cooking. You know, that different types of meats and vegetables that, that require different uh, um, levels of temperature, others low, others high, depending mm. on what you want to do. So uh, it is complex, you know, but uh, it's also something that anybody that does not have a lot of training can still be able to achieve. Yes. So give us a quick guide when it comes to the temperature. What 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 is best on a higher heat and what's best on a lower heat, on a fire that's kind of dying down and that's much gentler? So um, we'll start on um, high heat. So, you know, when, when and especially in, in, in the townships when we uh, start drying, when you go to the butchery, you get uh, mostly like thin sliced uh, um, cuts of meat, which mm-hmm. would be about a centimeter or centimeter and a half thick, which cook quickly. So with those, um, if you have your meat cut um, thinly, you need a fire that's a bit, you know, higher in temperature. Oh. No, not in flames, but higher in temperature because it cooks quickly. But you don't really want to put it on for too long that it dries out because it's so thin, you know. Mm. So if you have like, you know, a thin slice of, of chuck, which I would say maximum that you could um, uh, cook it for, is about 10 to 15 minutes mm. where it's like seven minutes on one side and then you turn it um, and then you then cook the other side. But then another important thing to keep your meat juicy, you need to let it rest after cooking it. So letting it rest means that say if you cook it for 10 minutes and it's to your liking um, and you put it on the side where on a board, you can, you don't have to cover it also. You put it on the side on the board and you leave it for about, seven to eight minutes mm. so that it settles and the juices and the blood that's in um, inside the meat then it gets evenly distributed um, uh, throughout the meat. And then when you cut it, you'll see it's a uniform um, um, color. Um, when you look at the center of the meat and it's not um, running with a lot of juice 
mm. you know, running out of the meat and it and, and becomes dry. Um, so thinly sliced pieces of meat, um, you would um, ideally do it on a high heat because then it's quick cooking and you also just want to brown, you know, the side and then put it on, on a lower side of the heat so that it continues cooking. Even when you're resting it, it continues cooking. Oh, okay. But when you're doing a large joint mm. where it's thicker, you need to put it on the side that is lower in temperature. So if you've got like coals or wood, you know, push them to the one side and then the other side, there isn't like, you know, um, any coals underneath. So it gets indirect heat. And mostly if you cover it, if you've got a, like a weaver or something that you are able to, a gas bar that you're able to cover, then you can cover it and cook it for longer. That's what they call, uh, they they call um, cook it low and slow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for big joints, so keep it nice and juicy. So it doesn't really need high temperatures. Uh, it just needs indirect heat, still on the on the brine. And when you want to, like you know, brown it and give it that 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 brine Back color, on the side. then you yes. put it on high heat. Yeah, you know, high heat, and then you give it the color on the, that you really require, and then you also let it. Um, rest and then you can slice or carve it. I'm learning so much because my brother likes to make a uh, uh, roast beef on the fire yes. and it always yes. comes yes. out so perfectly. Um, I yes. attempted it once and <laughs> just to inside and I'm a great cook. <laughs> I'm a good cook if I say so myself, but I just yeah. struggled with getting it perfect inside. But as you say, with the thick cuts, just keep it on the heat on the periphery for, for longer. But I also want to know yes. uh, bread. Do you make bread or anything bready uh, on the fire? And if we do, how should we do it? So, um, you know, brine is, is an activity. So it's not something that you do quickly and then you forget about it. Yeah. So depending on what you're cooking. So if you're cooking for a large group, you'll have different things that you're going to brine, like vores and chicken. If you've got fish or vegetables, you can also do that. But in between the brine process, that's when you can start doing other things. Like if you have a side salad to make or mm-hmm. a bread to make, just like you asked, then you can make a quick bread, which is, you know, bread normally you would uh, require yeast, some types of bread, but others you don't necessarily need to. So if you look at non bread, mm-hmm. non bread is, is a quick and easy bread to do without having to use the yeast. And also having to wait all of that time for stuff to raise. And then you knock it down and then you put it in a pan and all of that. Um, it's the easiest thing to do. It requires very little ingredients. Um, I can give you a, a quick recipe of how you can do a non-bread um, on a bride. Yeah. But then also using like a solid skillet, you know, that you can make your non-bread from there. Mm. Easy um, ingredients. Um, one and a half cup flour. um and then a tablespoon of um, sugar, uh-huh. half a teaspoon of salt, half a teaspoon of baking powder. Mm-hmm. And then you need half a cup of uh, plain yogurt oh. and two tablespoons of melted butter. So what you do is you combine your uh, dry ingredients, your flour, baking powder, salt, and sugar, mm. and then you serve that um, into a bowl, a large bowl that you're going to mix it into. So you take the sieve, you put it in there just to aerate it so that it's nice and fluffy and light. Mm. Um, and then on the side, in your plain yogurt at room temperature, you add the melted two tablespoons of butter, and then you mix everything into that bowl and make it into um, a dough that is nice and smooth. 
you start by mixing it in that bowl itself, and then then you can take it out onto a floured surface mm. and make sure that it's it's you know kneaded properly, that everything is all mixed in nicely. And that process can take anything between seven and ten minutes. Yes, and then. You put it back into that bowl that you started with, that big um, um, glass bowl that you started with, and put a, um, a dry cloth over it and leave it at room temperature for about half an hour. Mm-hmm. Once that is done, you then take it up onto um, um, a board or a flat surface and you cut it into either four pieces or six pieces. Then you roll those into um, like golf-sized balls. Yeah. Um, and then you roll that out with a pin. You can use a, a rolling pin or you can use um, um cold drink bottle or whatever that you use to mm-hmm. roll out um, that ER. And then after that, you heat up a, a skillet, made up pro, a, preferably a non-stick uh, cast iron skillet on the bra itself. Yes, not and a plastic then, candle yeah. either. Mm. No, 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 <laughs> no. And then you get it to medium heat. So you put it out there, you know, depending on how high, high your heat is, but if you put it on medium heat, which, you know, maybe after, like, say, five minutes that you mm. put it on, it'll be properly, you don't have to have it too too hot. Oh. Also not on the high heat side. I'm already just, salivating, yeah. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to oil it, but you can, you know, if you have rub. cooking spray, yeah. you can just, you know, do that or rub a little bit of oil on it, but not too much. And then you start um, on the one side, you put it, so it'll look like a, um, like a small size pizza, um, um, yes. you know, the dough after you've rolled it up. Nice. You know, and then you put that, yeah. I want to get to the chicken the before we before we wrap, yes. but okay. yeah, yeah. You put that in the skillet. You cook it like you know, um, one to two minutes on each side. Yeah. Then you leave it. Um, then you take it out, uh, and then you cover with the cloth to keep it nice and warm and soft. Mm. And that's your bread day. You know, you can brush it with melted butter with a little bit of garlic if you want that. Uh, but otherwise, you can have it plain and mm. with whatever else that you have it on the dry. So yummy. So chicken. So, so yummy. Yeah, because we're talking chicken. chicken feet and other chicken parts because that, I find, yeah. is where people fail a lot. Chicken, I would advise, and especially for people that don't dry too much, yeah. don't get um, pieces that have bone in it because it takes quite a while. And sometimes if you are, your heat is too high, then it'll be cooked on the outside but still bloody and, and, and um, not cooked. Uh, and roll inside closer to the bone. So if you're able to ask your butcher to um, debone some pieces, I my favorite is chicken thighs, which you can um, get them deboned uh, at the butchery, or you can uh, debone them yourself, or you can buy them deboned. Um, then you start with um, grilling them on the hot side to give it that nice golden brown color. And then once you've done that on both sides, it will still be like medium in the middle. Take it and put it on the lower heat side um, and let it, you know, cook there without direct heat um, for between 7 and 10 minutes. It will keep it nice and juicy, but it will still have that lovely golden brown color on the skin and also Mm. on the cut side uh, of the meat. But yeah, uh, for a beginner, please use um, boneless pieces of chicken. They're easy and quick to cook. But if you're a seasoned briar, you can use any parts, but you understand how long you're going to keep it for um, and still keep it nice and juicy without burning it. Yes, I think you're right about deboning, whether it's the thigh yeah. or the breast, a really great idea. Here's a question that yeah. came in, um, Chef Benny. Can bread be made with brown flour and without sugar? So if we're going to... Uh, yeah. Yes, 
But um, um, with, with the recipe that I've given you, yes, you can do that. Mm. Um, sugar, um, normally in bread recipes, especially the, the ones that have yeast, um, it's you just to it. also help activate the yeast. Yes. Um, so that is why. But uh, you don't have to put um, sugar. And when you really look at it, there isn't a lot of sugar. I mean, it's... A um, tablespoon with uh, this recipe. A tablespoon, yeah. Or you can just halve that. But yeah, you don't necessarily have to have it. Um, but yeah, if you're using yeast on the bread, then yeah, I would advise that you have a little bit of sugar in your um, recipe. Okay. Sunday lunch is served. This, these are great ideas. Thank. You. And do you do yeah. your fish in foil? Um, just a quick yes or no. Do you? What do you recommend there? You can and not. Um, I would for fish. Um, I would recommend skewers. Cut it into thick cubes, like you're making your sausages okay. or something like that. Um, use firm flesh fish like. Um, king clip or yellowtail, mm. uh, not flaky fish like cake. You know, that you can um, bake, put it in foil and, and, and cook it whole. Uh, but firm flesh fish you can okay. make into um, kebabs, you know, with peppers and onion in between. It looks very nice. And if you have a nice dressing um, after that with lemon, a little bit of olive oil uh, and some... Um, some herbs in there, you can just drizzle that okay. uh, onto your fish skewers. No, uh, I think, cool. yeah, I think uh, lunch is going to be perfectly served this coming Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and happy Father's Day to you on Sunday. <laughs> no, cool. I hope somebody cooks for me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope, let's hope. That's Chef Bedi Masi.